0: Hello, world. This is an encore presentation of one of our favorite Smarticle episodes ever. You are welcome. Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder.
1: Here's the headline, Brandon, from The Guardian Only 5% of plastic waste generated in the U.S. last year was recycled.
0: Ugh. Ugh.
1: Nina Lagani is a climate reporter for The Guardian before Gringola in Mexico, Central American London. She's an ex-mental health nurse and author of Who Killed Berta Cesarees? I don't know who Berta Cesares is. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. Okay. You can find her on the Twitters at Nina Lagani. Uh I'm assuming you're gonna go major wokeness on this.
0: Uh she's definitely Probably pretty woke, but I, I give a pass to people that care about the environment. Oh, you do? it's so, you know, yeah, cute. Yeah. That's I cute. feel like they're doing something good for the earth. They're not trying to make sure that everybody's exactly equal, but they're saying, hey, you know what? The earth is falling apart. We need to do something about it. So I'm I, I'm assuming she's very woke, Um, but I loved this article and I thought it was really, really interesting. So I love I'm giving wolfsters. her a pass this week. I think we should listen to her.
1: Americans discarded 51 million tons of wrappers, bottles, and bags in 2021, about 309- Pounds of plastic per person, of which almost 95% ended up in landfills. Oceans are scattered in the atmosphere in tiny toxic particles. Here's the rub, Brandon. Not a single type of plastic packaging in the U.S. meets the definition of recyclable used by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation's new Plastic Economy Initiative in the report. Even plastics long considered recyclable, bottles and jugs, fall far shorter than the 30% recycling rate needed to meet the definition of recyclable by the foundation. It's all a sham, Brandon. Recycling
0: is a complete sham. Had this not come from Greenpeace, I probably would have been like, this is some sort of right-wing hit piece. But it, it, was, it was really sad to me. I mean, I, yeah. I read this article and I was sad. I was like, you know, one thing that was really interesting in the article was, I love statistics and data because they could be manipulated, but they also can tell a big story. And um, I don't remember what the number was, but it was pretty high. Of most people uh, in America are good with recycling; would would actually support recycling efforts. So America as a whole is not like ah oh, screw it, throw it in the river. Except like, mostly yeah. in Missouri.
1: They don't. They don't recycle in Missouri. Perry, but go on.
0: Do they not recycle in no. Missouri? I don't. In know.
1: Alabama and certain parts of Mississippi. Go on.
0: Okay, but so outside of those places, even those places I think people recycle, I yeah. think that if someone could offer them a thing saying, hey, look, we can really make the world a better place if we just put these cans and bottles into this receptacle, I think that, that the culture would find a way to do that. The, the sad part about this piece was it doesn't matter. Like, even if we do it, it's still, I mean, all those people that said, hey, they just throw it in the trash anyway, they were right. <laughs> but the worst part about it is, it's even more sad that they were right because it sort of feeds their weird story that we shouldn't recycle. And on the flip side, we have a, we have a plastic island in the middle of the Pacific, the si- yeah. half the size of Greenland, right? When you go to your beaches today and you see those little shiny rainbow things, that's plastic, yeah. right? Yeah. What are we doing and how do we stop it? That's, that's the part of this article. They didn't give any offers other than saying that we need to start being aware of the fact that this is happening. And so we need to put our efforts into place to deal with ending plastic pollution because that's what the UN has said, right? They're trying to put a legally binding agreement in place that by 2024, we will adopt this ending plastic. And ultimately what they said was, we got to go back to like the old school, getting bottles for our milk from the milkman. We need to use things that we, that we renew, that we use over and over, as opposed to things that are just thrown in a dumpster and they're gone. You know, once again,
1: I'm confessing all these things that I didn't know until like 18 months ago. I never knew what plastic was. I guess I'm like most Americans. I say this because I feel like most Americans think it like grows on trees, like you somehow. But the earth is essentially a closed system. Whatever we're using was here, and then we turn it into something else, right? So I learned plastic is gasoline. So dinosaurs died seeped into the earth millions of years later we got gas then we turn oil oil but oil into plastic so essentially this plastic is going to go back into the earth but it takes billions of years to get recycled
0: into whatever else it will be when human beings are long gone right so that we've created this this miracle product that basically doesn't degrade No, it's got to go somewhere. But nothing degrades, really, right? Right, but I mean, ultimately, if you've got a a plant, it goes into the earth and feeds the earth. Plastic doesn't do anything other than fill up holes in the ground and leak into our water systems. right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that you could look at America, first and foremost, for driving this engine of consumerism, right? We want what we want, and we want it now, without any thought to the long-term ramifications of what it's doing. i even... My lovely wife, who I just, I love her. She's great. But I cannot convince her. We have these great bags from Trader Joe's that I have had for, they're like, well, they, you know, one bag equals 100 paper bags. I'm like, no. I have had these recyclable bags from Trader Joe's for like 15 years and I still use yeah. them. I cannot get my wife to put them in her car and use them. She comes home every time with new paper bags from whatever hippie market she went to. And I'm just like, can't you just take them? And she refuses well, see- to.
1: I, I push back on that. I think paper bags are perfect because you don't live. You live in a place where they waste everything. Our paper bags are used for the compost, and every scrap of food that comes off of our plates and flowers goes into the paper bag. And then Yeah, we, we do
0: the same thing. We definitely Paper bags, bags do that. are
1: compostable.
0: Yes, we definitely do that, and I agree with you. It's like it is if she was just getting plastic. But sometimes she'll go to Ingles, Ingles, which is this freaking horrible made in yeah. America store. It's a grocery store, and they could care less about it. Could not care less about anything else, right? So they they just have plastic bags in there. They they give you paper bags, but they have no handles, so no one's going to use them, right? I do. I think they do that on purpose so that people won't actually want the paper bags because I think they're more expensive than the plastic. So they just throw. I mean, you see these people triple bagging plastic bags. So they give you like I'm mean, like so I don't want the plastic bags, dude. So bad. And it is what. So what is what is going to
1: happen on landfills? I mean, how many landfills are there across the United across the world? Like. Are they just smoldering chemical plants underneath our ground? Like, what happens to that?
0: Well, there was a great book called Trash. I think uh, about how we deal with our trash. And yeah. you know that the single largest peak, the single largest hill mountain in Los Angeles, is a trash mountain. Yeah. it's a thousand feet high above sea level. It's this massive trash mountain. Uh, the article talks about the fact that in 2018, China stopped receiving our yeah. our our garbage. So we can't just – when we would get those shipping containers coming with all those goods from China's, we were sending them back full of our trash. Yeah. So um, they're not doing that anymore. Plastic. Plastic. Right. Interior. Well, whatever. I mean, but they were – I mean, all the trash that we make that we throw in was going into these dumpsters and being sent across the ocean to China. When China's like, now we're not taking it anymore. So what do we do with it? Well, okay. So here's my question because you're a lot
1: smarter than me. Do you think we'll fix this plastic problem? There will be some engineering genius will figure out how to – turn plastic into something good in our lifetimes
0: i have hope that that will happen i do i mean i know that there are scientists out there working on this right now of course I mean, they are right we'll find some way to yeah because if we could do that then we would solve a lot of the world's problems
1: couldn't we find it seems logical to find some sort of chemical compound that you could sprinkle on a plastic and turn it into water
0: yeah i suppose but i think there's also that fear of the of the law of unintended consequences, right? We come up with this compound and it wreaks havoc somewhere else. I mean, I hope that it's something that can be a win-win, that that it, it breaks this down. But what's it breaking it down into, right? The oil, the, the, ultimately, at the end of the day, plastic is oil. So if we yep. break it down, it becomes oil again. So I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm hopeful. I feel a little bit sad that here I have been doing my very, very best to, to do my part. We recycle, we compost, we do all yeah. that stuff. And you're like, now composting is one thing that isn't a bad thing, and we should all be doing it. But just recycling your can—it turns out, yeah. Now
1: I bet like less than one percent of people in our country compost. I guarantee it can't be larger
0: than one. No, I agree with you. It can't be because and it's, it's so hard, good.
1: But... And by the way, there's this whole like San Francisco, obviously San Francisco, liberal, blah, blah blah blah. We have like this comp great composting system where they take that. Compost old scraps, and it goes to like Sacramento, and they turn it into this amazing fertilizer, and they sell it to Lodi and all Napa County to grow wines. Like it's um, a the system works if you actually implement the system. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and I don't think anybody that understands how composting works doesn't get that. I feel like that's the holdback. There is just because it's kind of messy. And we're lazy it is. and we don't want to deal with yeah. ants and other things like that. So Fruit flies. Dude, Fig- you go to my house, yeah. fruit
1: flies everywhere.
0: Yeah. So figuring out ways to solve those little problems, that seems a little bit easier than solving the problems of what to do with plastic. But we'll see what happens with that. But I'm all for composting, Larry. Yeah, I
1: don't believe it. So if the status quo continues, global plastic use and water waste will nearly triple by 2060. It- so here's my question. You know, you go to someone's house for a party or you go to, like, a big event and you, like, look around right before you leave and there's just plastic cups and cans and bottles everywhere. And I always say, like, that crap is all just ending up in a giant – hope that, 2 our party was worth it because it's all just ending up in a landfill.
0: Well, they did say one really funny thing about, like, we're great at making straws that, that suck and fold over, yeah. but they actually don't uh, – they don't actually get recycled anyway. So it's like, why did we do it? Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. The worst, by the way, the worst, the worst,
1: the the worst was was also, um, teeth, um, toothbrush. Those are like
0: the worst. They can't do anything with that. No, they're just plastic. Right. Well, TVs are the same way, but anyway. All right, Larry, once again, thank you for making me sad, but teaching me that the world (laughs) will end in 2060.